Howdy folks, Tom Barbelay here. I've debated putting out this audio because it's piecemeal and it's broken up by technical difficulties. It starts with technical difficulties and it ends with technical difficulties. It doesn't have a, a natural conclusion. It isn't a standard Stone Ape format in terms of like introduction or resolution. And there were also a number of components that were recorded that just annoyed me. I mean, it just annoyed me to kind of go through, particularly towards the end. I mean, it was easy to end when it ended. But there's an underlying frustration that I had through the general recording that it was so technically difficult to actually do this thing that we'd done for many years in this one particular recording. And I did go out and buy a new computer based on this experience, which means it will not be happening in the future. But anyway, I wanted to release this Stone Ape as is. It concludes abruptly. I might record an outro just to leave you with that happy feeling that you've actually concluded an audio recording. But here it is, the technical difficulties, Stone Ape. Hello, Heron. Hello, Tom. So, as soon as I'm done with this call, I'm going to buy myself a new computer. Because this has been the most bizarre 30 minutes of Skype hanging, Skype crashing, computer hanging... What OS are you running? Uh, I'm running the same one you are. Okay. Um, but yeah. I just think, I mean, it's a five-year-old computer, so it's just not dealing with it at all well. Yeah, and you can, yeah, you, yeah, really, God, it'd be fun to buy a new one. Yes. I don't, I, I miss 17 inches, though, you know? <laughs> I really like, you know, I mean, it's not that much more trouble to carry it around, and it's such a difference on it. On a counter somewhere, you know. Mm. Yes, I'm I'm comfortable with thirteen inches. Thirteen, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just a whole different world. Yeah, that's a that's what it is. <laughs> I use this computer solely for recording podcasts, and it, oh, it, I find yeah. it quite strange actually. Oh, yeah. Because for model rail radio, I never have the problems that I have trying to connect to you. Because because of what? I don't know. It makes no sense to me. I thought it could be like Friday night on Skype, like ah, because we normally yeah. record on a Friday night. Yeah. Everyone and their mother is trying to communicate with India or Azerbaijan or wherever they're trying to contact. But I mean, we've, for folks listening in, I want, I've got to say happy birthday, Herrick. Ah, thank you. Oh, that's right. It's today. <laughs> <laughs> We're recording on a Saturday. The, the mystery associated with Heron's gift, I had gotten him a signed, a Timothy Leary signed copy of one of the two Timothy Leary books on your list. And late last week, I got an email saying it had been cancelled, even though I ordered it the week earlier so it would arrive to you in time for your birthday. So I'm now in the same kind of quizzical situation I was in about this time, well, this time last week minus a couple of days, associated with, well, now what do I get, Heron? So, but I'm already late. Well, I'm glad, you know, that uh, I didn't get the book because I don't really want any. I'm trying to get rid of all my Well, that's what books. I thought. And my thought was that you probably already own a copy. But the, the yeah. joke about it was just Timothy Leary. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. No, again, it, yeah. it's it's what, you know, that would have been greatly appreciated. I yes. mean, any shit, any time the universe gives you something, you know, how can you not appreciate it? So here's an interesting question for you. What do you think the multiple is between Timothy Leary's signature and Korzybski's signature? I'll give you a clue. Korzybski signed considerably less than Timothy Leary and is more valuable subsequently. Uh, you're, well, I, I have no idea. I've never given it a thought, and anything I come up with would probably be worthless anyway, so why don't you just tell me? Well, it's 20 <laughs> times. Who, who's is, is more valuable? Korzybski. Korzybski's considerably <laughs> less than Timothy Leary. Ah, yes, that's right. There's less uh, 
examples yes. around. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, I, I was looking at Koshipsky initially and then thought, mm, I'm more in the kind of Timothy Leary price range. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't even get that You know, now, you know so. but I, I, I don't even want – well, again, you know, if somebody gives me something like that – see, but then the, I have this sort of problem of preserving it. And, you know, it becomes a sort of burden. <laughs> you know, wine yes. I can drink. Yes. <laughs> you know, I'm, but a fucking signature shit. I'm stuck with that. Well, the what thing the about fuck am I going to do with that? Is that I saw examples of Koshipsky's writing, his like dedication writing. Yeah, and his dedication writing was considerably wittier than Timothy Leary's as well. Oh, really? Yes. See, I, I, you know, I've never really. His book got me. I never was moved to look into him. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. book was quite enough. Thank fair you. enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So, yes, I'm currently taking suggestions for a late Heron birthday yeah. gift because I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm and, and really, if it didn't come for seven or eight months, the thing is to get the right one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Hopefully something cheap that will blow my mind. Yeah. You know, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> no low bar there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Folks listening... Well, i, I got to tell you, for yeah. a while there, I was uh, sort of thinking, oh, shit, he got me 20... Two liter bottles of fucking Coca Cola and an ice crusher, you know, and uh, and I started thinking about that, and it brought back such fond memories of when you had of when I had yeah when I had the ice crusher and was going through one of those two liter bottles a day, you know, oh, you know. Terrifying thinking about it. Just, so just, the behind the scenes on that one was Aaron posted <laughs> a Fox News Channel super hype article that seemed to be not even intentionally factual. Like, it wasn't even accidentally factual. And I just thought to myself, really, this is the kind of quality that I would assume from here. And because I because I know your various periods of life, mm-hmm. the um, the Coke and the ice crust appear. <laughs> that was perfect, yeah, for sitting like a vegetable in exactly. front of you. Yeah. Yeah, so, yes, I, I, and yeah. when I referenced it, did you get that immediately? It seemed to kind of be slow to, to settle that particular <laughs> reference. Um, well, clearly you didn't I because ha- you thought I was getting it for you as a birthday gift. Well, I, I you know, don't recall the sequence of events at this point, you know. <laughs> yes, yeah. having happened only four days ago. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I was curious, you know, that may be pathology or maybe wisdom. I'm not yes. sure which one it is, but I'm not too concerned <laughs> yeah. about it. <laughs> Yes, one of the side effects of this um, anti-migraine medication I'm taking currently is yeah, this strange kind of forgetfulness where I just, it's like something might have happened in my past, but I don't have the same recollection of it that I would have had, you know, a few weeks ago before I was taking this stuff. Uh-huh. So but it's funny, actually, because I'm quite comfortable with forgetting. Yeah, it. well, sometimes it bothers, I mean, I'm aware of it, mm. and... Um, Sometimes it's annoying, actually, mm. you know, when I'm in the middle of doing something and I forgot what the fuck I was doing. Yes. <laughs> you know, that, that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, none of it seems to be life-threatening at this point. So, yes. you know, I don't know what, what else there is to say about it. Yes. So, I, I mean, aside from a few incidental topics, which I haven't written down and may or may not come up, depending on whether or not we yeah. sail into those waters... I don't have any notes for this evening, Aaron. Well, I have a couple. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start off the new year with a whine. Okay. Yeah. 
this year just start started off fucked up and it's continued that way and normally i don't you know whine about shit but this stuff has just been interesting to observe mm. For the last 20 years, I've gone on the winter solstice out to the desert if, if it worked in with my work schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it has worked for the last 20 years, it should have worked this time, except they changed the schedule. Mm-hmm. So for six months, I'd, I'd been aware of how we did things and uh, had planned on it <laughs> and, uh, and, and then found out it was changed. And um, so that really pissed me off you know and then uh, so i just so i figured okay i'll go exactly one week later which happens to be my birthday yes (laughs) you know i figured cool so i'll just go a week later and and do the same thing on my birthday well so i drove for two and a half hours to get to joshua tree and there was like a two mile long lineup of cars Mm. i mean i've never seen anything like it i mean it's just like Maybe one car in front of you. I might have seen two cars in front of me at one point. Yeah. And, but usually you just drive up and do your business and leave, you know? Mm. So, um, I called the, uh, you know, from my car, I called them and asked them what the likelihood of actually finding an open camping site. And they said it was practically zero. Oh, so everyone goes for New Year's, but no one goes for. The winter solstice. Well, I, but I, that's the thing is, what the fuck? When they can just sit home and watch the Rose Parade and get drunk, you yeah. know? What's the matter with these people? Yeah. <laughs> well, what, for whatever. Uh, and, and apparently, uh, I was talking to the ranger at the station on the phone while I was in the line. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and they were telling me they've, uh, in the last five years, they've gone from one million visitors a year to three million visitors in a year so it's become quite and i've noticed that over the last couple of years Mm. and i'm beginning i'm thinking this may be my last time out at joshua tree so did you actually end up camping because your internet connection was remarkably good through the evening no no i was home yeah no i I was tracking your internet connection i'm thinking there's no way heron has this good an internet connection no there's no internet connection out there none at all there's no cell service at 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 all, so yeah. My thought might be that the meth kitchens might have Wi-Fi or something. Ah, like that. <laughs> there you go. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes. So how disappointing. Do you think you can find another campground? Well, I don't know. I'm going to start looking into it. What I'd really like to find is some place that's not an actual campground. It's just some fucking isolated area and yeah. some dirt road. Yeah, it, it sounds where my I, I could hook you up with my in-laws. I mean, my in-laws live out in the middle of the desert. Which desert? Uh, so they live in Phelan. Okay, I'm not sure. Where, which I don't is, know um, do you know where Victorville is? Oh, vaguely. Okay, that's in the other direction. That's north of here. It's I, north of, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's not a problem. Um, sure, if they know if they know of a place mm-hmm. that they could give me coordinates to on Google Maps, mm. <laughs> you know. What do you need in your campground? What kind of facilities? Oh, do I don't need anything. Place? I just need a place where I can build a great big fire safely mm-hmm. and 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 the and if there are no people I mean again I just soon go off road mm-hmm. you know as long as the road's enough for my car to handle yeah. um and just find I, I used to do a lot of this many many years ago yeah. I'm sort of used to to doing it Certainly. that way the idea of going to Joshua Tree was yeah. sort of a a new thing but it was okay cuz there weren't that many people out there you yeah. know so the benefit of my 
my in-laws' place as well is that they also have a tiny shack too. Uh-huh. So you could certainly build the fire. I don't think there'd be an issue there. And if it was too cold or whatever, or you didn't want to camp, they have a shack nearby. <laughs> that's nice. I've slept out. I mean, that's part of the whole thing is mm. it's a fucking ordeal. Yeah. On the winter solstice, it, you know, like yeah. I said, I've had a half inch of ice on my water in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fucking cold out there and it's not fun. Yeah. You know, I'm, I almost am thankful that I didn't get to go. You know, I'm looking, yes. I mean, I can still go next week. I mean, that's right. I mean, my car is still full of uh, fire Hell stuff from firewood. <laughs> firewood ready to burn. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I can talk to my in-laws. I mean, well, sure. Listen, any any help? Well, in in our vast audience out there, who knows who's got an idea that'll make it. So different. we have a listener called Julie Fields who lives relatively close to my in-laws. In fact, she lives in Fiedland as well. Uh huh. So this might be an opportunity if if Julie is still listening and present for you to you know meet up with a listener and have their yeah. campfire and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll talk to my in-laws. I mean, I was just communicating well, with I'm my really, mother Well, I'm really not looking to do something like in somebody's backyard. I'm really well, looking... Well, it's two and a half acres. It's not really their backyard. I mean, they can uh, see Okay, you, well, but... listen, I'm open. Listen, I shouldn't hex yeah. anything, you know. I'm, I'm open to anything right now. But yes. all I guess is my, my preconceptions involve <laughs> being more or less isolated. Well, yeah, with, with three million people coming annually, which makes up, you know... Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's not been bad because the particular campground I went to is at the end of this long loop. And it, but last year, again, uh, there were, I mean, I think almost every year before that, at most, that in this loop at the end, there's like five, maybe five specific campsites. Yeah. In all the years I've been going, maybe one of them was, uh, was occupied. Mm. Or maybe none of them. Uh, until, Last year, no, the two years before that. Anyway, it started to go, go up. There were like two, mm-hmm. you know, and there were like three last year, and one of them was in my favorite slot. Darn it. <laughs> yeah, I guess the trick is either going early or late, but I'll certainly put in a good word with the in-laws. I'll just put my wedding well, ring you know, on listen, another I'm open up to something because I'm because yeah. probably Joshua Tree. Well, we'll see how it is next week. I, I mean. I'm, over the week, you know, this whole craziness, and I talked to them, and they said, you know, probably next week, you know, it shouldn't be a problem. Because yeah. you know, it's just be a regular old Friday that people have to go to work. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So that's my plan right now is, is unless I chicken out, because the more I thought about it, the more I thought, ah, you know, it really is no fun sleeping on the ground. Yes. In thirty degree weather. <laughs> yeah, my um, my laws are slightly elevated from Joshua Tree, so it might even be more freezing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but that's I mean that's well. See, I, I'm I've been rethinking about all of that, about about um, because sleeping on the ground is just no fun at all. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's no, at least not for me. Or I'm just getting too old for this shit. Yeah. I don't know, but. Uh, I'm trying to have to figure out. I was thinking about getting a, a big air mattress or something. They have. Um, I had for a period of time an aluminum hammock that the army, an army style hammock, basically, mm-hmm. with the legs and what have you. Oh, you know, you're right. That's that's not a bad idea. And those are easy to just fold up and stick in the car. Exactly. Too. You know, oh, that's not a bad. That's a damn good idea. Well, don't say anything, Heron, and it might mysteriously arrive sometime this week for you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you, you won't hear any complaints from me. Very good. Let me, I actually have a short list of hammocks because I purchased one. Um, no, you're right. That's a perfect yeah. idea for out. It's just, it's just absolutely fucking perfect. Okay, don't do anything. I'll buy, I'll buy the hammock first, and then the computer, and it'll all be good. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> you have a second thing you wanted to talk about. Oh, oh I wasn't done. Oh, okay. Fine. Continue. <laughs> there's, there's more. There's more. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And my, you know, I've been really religious with this dieting, mm-hmm. weight loss. Getting, trying to get myself healthy again. Mm-hmm. And I've really fucking stalled. Mm. And, you know, it's, it brings you right up against the shit that, that you consider to be voluntary and the shit you consider to be involuntary. You know, mm. how much of how I think and what I do am I capable of changing or being in control of whatever the fuck that means, because sometimes everything seems to run very nicely. And then there are times when it doesn't seem to run quite so nicely. There are things I do that as I'm doing them, I know I shouldn't be doing them, but it doesn't make one fucking bit of difference. So what particular food item was it? Oh, I I don't, I don't even know. It, It, it doesn't make any difference, really. I mean, well, the- I find it fascinating. I mean, yeah. you are an apple pie ice cream connoisseur. You have various, you know, you like yeah. sharp cheddar cheese. I mean, the yeah. more that I can know about yeah. you dietarily, the better. Well, no, but the thing is that for the last two years, I just simply did not eat anything after six o'clock. Yes. You know? And have you broken make- that rule? Yes, yes. You know, I, I have for the last month or so. Uh, Aaron, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It's really, it's just fucking pathetic, you know. Mm-hmm. And, but it, but it's interesting on the other hand yes. to observe how we divide up the stuff we think we're in control of and the stuff that we slough off to not being in control of. Yes. And it seems that there are lots of very convenient ways of dividing that up. Mm. <laughs> and so this just brings me face to face with some of those issues, you yes. know, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's, um, and, and I, and I have no, I have nothing more than that to say about it really, because I simply, it's, it's an issue that is ongoing as we speak. And it's curious because for two years, you know, it was just the, I lived by a certain rule and that was it. It was just very simple. Within the past six months, you and I have been talking in these recordings after 6 p.m., mm-hmm. and I've heard you eating nuts. Um, you haven't viewed this okay. completely. Well, it, how long has that been going on? That must be fair. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's happened just in the last recent months, for sure. Probably the past six months, I would say. Well, maybe. If that's so, yeah. then that shows you just how much I missed. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it really came to a head. Just in the past few weeks. I mean, it's been going on for some time, but, but I was able, you know, I was still going down very yes. slowly, but going down. And, and then all of a sudden that going down stopped and it started to go back up again. Yes. You know, and I still got nerd. Could that just be winter? I mean, the body reacts in ways which are non-linear in these circumstances. Uh-huh. And traditionally- well, I suppose it could be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that certainly could be part of it. I, I, that's not what it feels like. It feels like a shortcoming on my part uh-huh. it feels like well yeah it feels like i'm not in control it's yeah. really weird i mean it's like it, it it's the kind of thing that 
Well, I mean, the, the whole word of insanity and bipolar and yeah. all, the, all these words, I mean, it, it's sort of like that. It's very strange. It's, it's like I'm sitting here watching myself do shit that I don't think I should be doing, you mm. know. <laughs> um, but then my life has always sort of been like that. There's been this other part of me that sort of stands back and observes the whole fucking thing and isn't really involved in it. Yes. <laughs> Just sort of, hmm, how, how, is, how interesting is this? Hmm. I mean, you've commented on this periodically, how we have a very particular relationship. And oh, I've never had anything like this with anybody in my life. Yes. Yeah, this is quite unique. And the curious thing was that I was planning on taking a vacation at the end of this month and going down to Southern California, which was <laughs> under the instigation of my wife. And the plan was that we would spend, I think, maybe, well, three days and two nights in Anaheim. Why? Then, <laughs> uh, what is he? Oh, because she's got stuff down here, yes, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's right. And... Then, you know, the potential to go to San Diego or do a bunch of stuff. And I have a, you know, I have a few listeners and what have you in the LA area. And I mean, you've had an opportunity to meet what's the Marie Chang is her yeah. name and these yeah. kind of things. So, you know, I thought, oh, well, I could do some stuff and maybe, you know, I could have a meal with Heron potentially. But uh, then a variety of other factors <laughs> took over. Our tenants who I had lamented in our last recording yeah. gave their notice. Oh, really? Why? Because they just. No, they bought a house. It's got oh. nothing to do with the city. Oh, they have their own problems. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they're moving on. Yeah, why have you, you have all the fun. Yeah. So they're moving out at the end of the month. And my wife said, look, maybe we should just, you know, deal with them moving out at the end of the month and not go down to LA. And I said, okay, that seems to work out. But it does leave this curious situation where aside from negotiating and finally having my boss through some reverse psychology insist that I take Thursday, Friday off being <laughs> New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. And uh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, although I worked on Christmas Eve. It looks like the new year is starting without me having any vacation to make up for the vacation that I haven't taken. So, yes, I'm in this kind of strange position, but we will have... We're going to turn the tenant's property into uh, what they call Airbnb, which is like a yeah. ability for people to rent sure, a yeah, space a for a little separate time. place exactly. where people can come and stay for a exactly. day or two. Yeah, exactly. yeah cool. So, and is that is that something that's relatively stable sort of cottage industry now? Seems and to be all, very much so. Yeah, yeah. There's, so if you've got the facilities, yeah. you can pretty much keep it booked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I, I said to my wife that she should she should run it. I've been let her run it. Yeah, life. fuck and you. Haven't got other she, things to do. No, but it's also the kind of stuff she likes doing. So I yeah, right. That's perfect. perfect. Yeah. yeah. The only problem is that the Super Bowl, which is going to be the biggest driver of these airbnb things occurs i think in the middle of february oh that's just think... a couple days who cares no 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 it's a couple of days where people spend a small fortune in order to live in this part of the world and we unfortunately will miss that opportunity because we've got to get the space you know, yeah you got to get it ready for that again. yeah and you won't be able to do it we won't be able to do yeah. it unless it's very tough. i but, don't know Yes. If you get it, I mean, oh, so you, the deal is you can rent it for more during that. Vastly more. Vastly more. Who, yeah. what, 10 times more? Yes, easily. Really? So, yes. Okay, well, it's you're sort of, fucked. Too bad. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. So move on yeah. from that. Yeah. But what's yeah, interesting would have been nice, yeah. but what's interesting? Oh, probably you could have it. I mean, really, if you, if, 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 how much money can you afford to pay to get it done quickly enough? And well, that well, makes that's a difference. difficulty. You can never, the problem is that tradespeople, 
tradespeople are just all booked up anyway. You've got to negotiate for, you know, two months uh, in advance. Okay, yeah. So, so we're moving on from that fantasy. Okay, but yeah. it does mean, for example, that when we have our listener Jim Gifford and Roz come through, we will have a, a beautiful space for them to stay in. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Yeah, so we now have this space that I've been talking about and thinking about for a number of years in a kind of facilitatory position. Now, obviously, you know, folks from Airbnb will be able to book it, but there's potential for a vast quantity of other folk to stay there and utilize the space. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a great idea. So, it's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully in fact, you could have three or four of them on the property. Well, that's what's interesting, actually, <laughs> is that it's it's a two-bedroom unit. Yeah. So yes, and you can have one bedroom unit. You know, I mean, you could do all sorts of interesting things with that. Well, yes, yeah, but uh, so yeah, that kind of resolved some of the things that I had concerns over. Mm. Um, I went to a, a doctor associated with these migrants. I just picked him out from a list, just completely randomly selected, and he turned out to be a really curious individual, <laughs> which made me think how. Like, yeah, I mean, these people just seem to fall into my lap periodically. I went in there, and uh, they were playing music over loudspeakers, which was horrible, because I had a migraine in full effect at the time that I went in. <laughs> and they got and then Bon they... Jovi going. <laughs> this will follow a theme, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, so I then went in the waiting room. There was no one there. There were no patients that were evident there. I went into and the... You, and you picked this guy? Why? He Why? was the closest one that's oh, supported okay. by right. my yeah. medical yeah. provider. But a reason as any. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And when I went in the waiting room, I'm relatively observant, but this thing caught me very swiftly. This guy didn't have any modern furniture in his waiting room. His waiting room was made up of furniture from the 1950s and 60s. <laughs> uh, it, in good shape or looked like it came from the 1950s? Uh, pretty good shape. But the other thing that I noticed was there was absolutely no technology. Like, there yeah. was an old typewriter, but there was no meaningful technology that you... No normally, computer no in computers. their office? No computers. No computer? No computers. How old is this guy? Well, this is where it gets interesting. He's only 29. So, oh, Jesus, I wish that was the case. That would have been really eccentric. <laughs> no, so he had on a, he had up a Wounded Warrior poster, which means he <laughs> donates to the Wounded Warriors. And I thought he might have been a Vietnam veteran. I mean, when he came in... And he said that he'd worked in the... He drew blood, which is very rare in this part of the world for doctors to actually do. And I asked him about it, and he said he'd been in a, he'd been an emergency room doctor for, you know, 20-odd years. Uh, he's been in practice for 31 years. I think I read that on the website. But, yeah, no computers whatsoever. <laughs> so um, I went to... He had a, he had his, like, doctor's room separate from the examining room, and I went in there. Yeah, sure. And he office. wrote out yeah. a, a script in longhand. Actually, he wrote out three scripts in longhand, yeah. passed them to me, and, uh, you know, set out a... And they were sufficiently illegible, I suppose. One of them didn't even <laughs> exist. When I got to the... Um, when I got to the Walgreens... They kept me waiting there for more than an hour trying to reach this guy. And they said, this isn't actually like a medical drug. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, you'll have to see Bill next door yeah. for this. So, yes, go and wait in the alleyway. And uh, so, anyway, uh, uh, the next day I got a call from the pharmacy saying they contacted him and corrected it. But... Uh, <laughs> By carrier pigeon. <laughs> the other thing was that the, the two of the three prescriptions I was given 
but they'd used generic things, so I didn't even know what they were from what he'd described. And uh, he then booked me in for an MRI, which I thought I had previously, but I'd never had this procedure previously. The MRI was very curious because I got there early in the morning and I went in to see the person who does the MRIs, and she had loud, like, heavy metal <laughs> industrial techno playing. <laughs> and she was an Eastern European woman, probably in her mid-40s. And uh, I I mean, they, they put me in it briefly. <laughs> and I, I already had a migraine by this point. And the idea of being in that thing with a mask over my Oh, head, yeah, that doesn't sound like any fun at all. With this techno and a migraine. So I said, look, I'm sorry. My wife had a similar experience and got what they call an open MRI, which is not in a confining thing. It's just like a yeah. donut that you put your head into as yeah. opposed to a long tube that you put your entire yeah. body and head into. Yeah. So I'm going to try and rebook that alone. I don't know whether this old guy, I mean, whether those facilities accept handwritten notes in these circumstances. <laughs> so I'm going to have to find a new doctor, basically. I mean, that's the outcome of it. I'm going to see him yeah. on Monday, but the medication isn't working properly. And the, I need, I need. So this just started how long ago? About four weeks ago. Causally, I, I wonder actually if the boar sausage, the wild pig sausage might have been the start of it. Uh huh. Which is particularly curious, but it came on heavily through the water situation. And then the term migraine is, in fact, in a, not something you just made up it's to deal with this. This is what all the doctors are agreeing. The, yes. Yeah, this is you're, – you're having – but migraine doesn't mean a lot. I mean, there's lots of different kinds Without of migraines, aren't there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the kind that I have or had <laughs> for a short period of time at least had this visual aura, as the, the medical folks say. Um, now I just get pains. I mean, now it's just pain. And it's pain <laughs> it's cut, cut straight to the end. Yeah, to the time. And, it, cause and pain's in your head yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Is it on really the, on specific? The left side. Or? Yeah, left side front. Left left side side. Okay, so it's, it's got a very particular location. Yeah. It's not just sort of general. No. It's right. Left side front. Okay. And my left eye kind of weeps in the worst of it really? and this kind of thing. So. You know, and it's and, and this comes on from perfectly normal to full blown and well, how much stuff. What's interesting? What's interesting is that the doctor's hypothesis was that it was blood pressure related, and he gave me medication to try and curb that, which doesn't actually work. So um, I don't know. I need to see another doctor. Basically, the fr- frustration I have is um, my original thought was I'd just get more sleep and get a vacation, and it might actually fix that. I've gotten some more sleep, um, although I'm at the mercy of the pain medication I have to take for it. Um, but I have no vacation in the foreseeable future, and I'm not even really sure whether a vacation would actually fix it, because I think it's something that's... You know, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think a vacation is the issue. I mean, you can take a vacation while you're working, you know, mentally. <laughs> so, not where I work, Aaron, but where you Well, work. no, but I mean in your off hour. I mean... Well, yeah. I can oh, I can find yeah. darkened rooms, which is what I use, but yeah. that didn't alleviate the pain. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yes, the pain, that's that. Yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. yeah, pain. Dying doesn't scare, or death doesn't scare me. It's just dying yeah. that I'm worried about. <laughs> yes. So I've tried I've tried a variety of things, but I think unfortunately this is not something that I can solve myself. So yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're yeah. Well, you got pretty good insurance, though, so you should... Yes, I should be able to see a doctor that can actually have a computer check that the stuff that he writes yeah, down is really yeah. medicine. Yeah, 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 that's a good idea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I thought this fellow was going to be comical <laughs> initially, and then having the CVS and various other things, 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to find. Well, him. aside from what did yeah, what was he like? I mean, did you get any sense? I mean, he was he was curious. I mean, he, yeah. he basically asked a series did of you, questions, corrected me. Was did and, did he have a a, a, a secretary or a, a nurse or somebody there, or was he just by himself? Uh, he had he had two. I don't even know what they're called. People that tend to the waiting room and you know. And take your name and who exactly. you are and what time your appointment and, is well, at. When, I, when they they scanned my credit card with one of those paper scanners. Oh, they've got, they've got that really modern stuff. Okay. And I, I joked. I said, oh, this is interesting. And they don't have any computers. I mean, the whole place is without computers. <laughs> so, <laughs> But they do have a way to take your <laughs> visa card. Yes, but it's the old paper, you know, photo stencil uh, oh, yeah. kind of method. The funny thing is, when I got there, they asked if I'd come from another doctor. I wonder if another doctor died and all his patients just came to this guy. Because he certainly didn't appear to be retaining his own patients. So, anyway, this is just a footnote in something that I'm going to move through very quickly. But, yes. It is a curious circumstance. I mean, certainly getting ready for the MRI, I considered, well, you know, this whole thing has come on very quickly. So, yeah, interesting times anyway. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, if if you just um, give yourself some quiet, you'll find that these things pass. Well, that's my hope. Yeah. So I'm yeah. kind of manufacturing my own form of quiet. One thing I did do, because I was, you know, because it had come to expire, is I renewed my cannabis card for this year. Ah, that might be helpful. And actually went into a, my first experience in a dispensary today. Uh-huh. I mean, I actually had anxiety approaching it because my previous experiences with these dispensaries had been so bad. I mean, I hadn't even been able to get in that I thought to myself, what? I had a, yeah. like, a little anxiety going into this, thinking I have like seven different forms of paperwork here, but they'll always want the eighth form of paperwork, which I don't have with me. <laughs> but yeah, it was, all, it was all very friendly and very nice. It's uh, yeah. the um, Steve D'Angelo run facility, which I think is called Harborside. And the other thing I like about D'Angelo, oh, this is an interesting thing. So, obviously, I had to go to the doctor in order to get the car. Get it renewed, yeah. Renewed. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was a very different experience. In the waiting room, there were a series of kind of older ladies joking about giving their kids... Well, they weren't joking. They were actually giving their kids <laughs> cannabis cards for their 18th birthday. <laughs> and... So, yeah, it was a very strange experience. And I went back to talk to the doctor, um, and he was just in a very... And it was the same guy I spoke to last time. <laughs> and I actually liked my conversation with him last time because we yeah. were able to talk about, you know, I mean, aside from you, and my wife points this out on a regular basis, I really don't have an opportunity to talk about my amazing knowledge of this particular plant with people. So I was looking forward to a conversation with the doctor, but he wasn't having any of it. I think yeah. the oh no. the, the San Jose has just passed even tighter restriction legislation associated with dispensaries <laughs> and really? every aspect. They're all taking it from uh, Sacramento with the view that, uh, and for our international listeners, Sacramento is the capital of California. Sacramento has just passed all this very curious legislation because they want to be like Washington State. So when it is finally legalized, it will be strictly for state tax benefits only. None of it's going to be you know, restitutive or whatever the term is associated with this insane circumstance. So they're already enacting these laws. <laughs> is, that, is that a surprise? I don't know. I mean, California could have gone the way of Colorado, but the interests in 
in Washington State came in very swiftly and said, well, you want to look... I mean, it's exactly the same as these nonsense dispensaries that wouldn't let me in. They want to look more legal so when the feds raid them, they can say, oh, we're trying to comply with this even more. Oh, that's, well, that is still a, the whole idea that it's illegal fed... Well, apparently there's some talk about changing that. Here's the thing about the federal yeah. legislation. One of the three pillars of cannabis being federally illegal is that it shows no health benefits to anyone in the United States. That's the law. It yeah. shows no health benefits to anyone in the United States. So the 20 states of the Union where they have medical cannabis don't exist according to the federal law. It's just crazy. The whole thing is nuts. Well, what, listen, if you're on one side of the they can always find an argument. Well, they have $13 <laughs> billion dollars that I don't yeah, have. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. again, you, yeah, yeah, you build your story. But it's interesting. <laughs> and it's you interesting, see who's buy it. It's interesting the distinction between those that want to appear to try to look legal-ish and those that are actively legally fighting this nonsense. And thankfully, Steve D'Angelo, I've got mixed feelings about the guy, but Steve D'Angelo is on the side that's actively fighting it federally. So well, I thought, that's good, yeah. If I exist in a dispensary's database, I might as well exist in this guy's dispensary's database. Yeah, that'll make you doubly suspect. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I had an amazing conversation with the gentleman in the dispensary associated with the variety of, of plants and genetics that they had available and was able to, you know, identify various things. I had a good old chat with the guy. And left with my wife thinking that I'd been captured by aliens of some description because I'd spent about an hour plus talking with these people. So, yeah, interesting, interesting experience. <laughs> but uh, now, aside from the little lozenger that they gave me because it was my first journey in there, I didn't, you know, I didn't leave with any, <laughs> any, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how one describes the whole experience. But, yeah, it was interesting. And it well, was, did you buy some vitamin M? Not in any... Aside from the thing that they gave me, no. Oh, okay. I mean, basically, I had the long talk about... Um, yeah, you should be very careful about fucking around with vitamin M. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yes. It's, I, I can't imagine life without it, but... Uh, yes. But that's me, you know, and not everybody. I know people who have really been sidetracked by shit well, like yes, that. Well, yes, I think you know? certainly, I mean, the stuff that interests me within it is not the smoke form. I mean, I think that's pretty, it's the, just the, it's the wrong way to consume this kind of substance from my perspective, at least. But the genetics. Why is that? Why does there have to be a right or wrong way? Why can't there just be different ways to uh, imbibe in this? Um, well... <laughs> Uh, it's all personal preference. I'm not well, arguing. You that. have no personal information to go with it. Though. Oh no, I do. I have a lot of. I have a lot of information actually. That's why I can go and talk in these environments and actually, you know, pass on information to these people. I mean, I think the the quality and quantity of knowledge that one can get associated with chemistry is completely independent of you know the fact that people smoke weed. I mean, yeah, yeah, I right. Think, but the yeah, statistics yeah. associated with the consumption of it through, and actually, this is this is increasingly a, a substantial, you know, revenue source. The folks that don't smoke cannabis but still use cannabis, primarily through, although they have they have uh, you know skin applied and various other means of doing it. But I think this is an interesting area, and certainly the chemistry is so poorly known. The interesting thing about the Steve D'Angelo Harborside place is that they've actually patented 
devices for chemical analysis. So they're very much on the same, you know, perspective that I am, that the chemistry is, is typically taken out and analysed, you know, CBD, THC, THEA, all this kind of stuff. It's the relationships between the chemistries and also the underlying biology, which is important, which is Yeah, funny. good that somebody yeah. pays attention to yeah, that. Yeah, it's stuff, good actually you know? that they're putting money into it as well versus yeah. these other places. So, no, I think this is probably a to-be-continued. The main office is in Oakland. And talking with the fellows in the dispensary, really the Oakland facility is the place to visit with someone by interest. So, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, you know, sometime in the next year, while I'm still legal, I'll head up to Oakland and maybe, you know, maybe I can communicate. So you haven't Oakland. gotten any vitamin M as in a, a, a sort of tempting possible therapy for your migraines? The problem that I find with the migraines is I don't have an accurate diagnosis yet. Well, who cares about that? The question is whether the vitamin M stops the bad feeling. Well, who gives a fuck what the hell they call it? Well, it's interesting. <laughs> I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess because the underlying chemistry, I mean, my, you know, my background research in this in terms of the chemistry was with regards to my peers in Australia and the particular strains that they consumed and the unknown strains that they consumed and all of the all of the permutations of this. So my perspective is when your when your prescription could be, you know, sour chem dog OG number four, that doesn't really give you a clear indication of what you're actually consuming. In fact the No, that tells you absolutely fucking nothing. Exactly. What you need to know is well, a whole bunch of chemistry shit that most people don't know anything about. And mm. that, that's unfortunate. <laughs> and even the cutting edge people don't seem to know about it, which is why I was. Well, so that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's, yeah. well, there must be some, some, well, at some point people will wake up and start studying this shit. Well, know? I think there's certainly, I mean, there's certainly, what would one call it? Um, I want to use the term alchemical. There's certainly a kind of shamanic knowledge, for want of a better term, associated well, yeah, with yeah, certain that varieties. Yeah, yeah, that should be tapped, absolutely. Exactly. It's mostly bullshit, yeah. but yeah, there's exactly. probably real some gems yes. of, of real wisdom yeah. in there if you can find them. Yeah, my interest <laughs> is actually to find people that are wise in this subject, and I think certainly what I've seen through this particular dispensary makes me feel that there might be people through this versus going to... What did I go through? Hemp I'd be very careful about any assumptions about that. I mean, no, you no, may I'm be right. You not, may have, you no know. one is more doubtful of that. I'm not asserting okay. that as okay. a thing. All right. I'm All saying right. that possibly through this, I could have some good conversations at least. That's not impossible. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I think what's yeah. interesting to me is this is very early days. In Actually, why don't you invite one of them and the three of us will have a conversation. Well, this is where it gets interesting, actually, because my perspective is... Just rapping for an hour or so with this gentleman and his, you know, the various people I had contact with in this circumstance made me realize that the conversive thing, the talking thing, is actually a way of finding other people. And in particular, if you can identify, you know, leaf structure and these kind of things, you, you get through certain barriers. Like once people understand that you actually know something of what you're talking about, or at least have had prior experience or discussions or rare <laughs> yeah. or all this kind of stuff, yeah. then you can move through networks sufficiently, you know, swiftly that my hope is that I can find some others in there. The things I'm staying off, for folks that are interested in this topic, are forums. I have a natural aversion to forums, and I don't think the kind of people I'm looking for are actually in forums. I think 
probably after I, you know, have some conversations with folks around this facility in Oakland, I might head up to the north country of California where there are, and I've read some of their books as well, where there are half a dozen people that have knowledge back to the 70s and write coherently on this kind of stuff. Mm. Um, I've just missed the most recent Emerald Cup. Where they Sounds like it. an interesting project here. It's, it's, is, been, is it's been a year so far, and it's, yeah. it's going on. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I'm investing a bit of time in it, and I think yeah. through No, this, I think you might be on to something. Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's probably not going to make the best sellers list, but it'll certainly make the best thinkers list. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> Collating and gathering information is something that I've always enjoyed doing, and I think this is just another... Yeah, mining the past. Yeah. I mean, they're just, most of it is bullshit. Yes, that's true, but there are jewels there that need to be rescued. Certainly, you know? yeah. And, um, and that's a whole specialty in and of itself, isn't mm. it? Mm. But, uh, yeah, I might be able to... Um, Meet our listener Gabriel as well, because he he lives in Oakland. I've got a number of friends that live in Oakland, actually. So, when I was last there, it was with a group of model railroaders that were fixated on going and doing various train-related things. Uh, but I think I think Malcolm Johnson might be a listener of ours, and I did actually go to his house through that journey. Folks, this is where the recording ends. I can't put any happiness on it aside from the fact that I did get the camping cot for Heron, and I did get the new computer for me. So. We will be back in our regular recording format very shortly. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.